Africa. <laughs> that desert heat coming in strong. I guess we're doing it. Hey, hey. Up yo, yo. What's good? Podcast FC. To my right. <laughs> to my left. In his blue thong. My man Farid. Hey, hey. My man in red. Hurting with me today. Tiki. Mm. Aye, aye. And we got a goon. Fuck Jeez. that guy. <laughs> All right, everyone, welcome to Podcast FC, episode 27, Champions League round 16 review. We're in session. Cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get that cowbell in. All right, so let's kick it off first. Reed, I'm sure you're you're loving this. Oh, oh yeah, it's a tournament. It's called Champions League. Maybe you've heard of it. Um, we got yeah, PSG yeah. taking on the Mighty Blues, who are, seem to be surging high right now. I think that I think that Chelsea as are in a good as thirteenth place. Listen, I think Chelsea's in a good place for this game. That's all I'm going to say. I think at the moment their form seems to be much better. Um, still undefeated in 2016. Just saying, and I, I think it's gonna. I think it's clicking. You know, I think a lot of the pressure is going to be on PSG to come out and dominate and take control of the game because they've been so dominant all year in France. Um, eight, 18 points ahead, I think, in the league. Bro, science that. No, it's actually 24. Is it that? Oh yeah, my it's goodness! Gone as high as 24. So it's. They, I mean, they 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 haven't lost a game all year. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's unbelievable, man. Like, but it's, like you said, the pressure's on them to actually take control of the game because there's no reason that it's not like. Every week they're playing in a difficult league with a lot of competition. It's oh, like and they, 24 points clear. Like and they shouldn't lose to Chelsea. You know, Chelsea's been struggling. So I yeah. think a lot of pressure is going to be on them to win. And I think Chelsea's form is different at the moment. And, th- I mean, based on the game from this from yesterday, that, that team, if that team comes out and plays PSG, it's going to be a good game. Definitely. Yeah, I think, I, I don't know, I, I disagree with you guys slightly, but I, I guess I do kind of agree in that the onus is more on PSG to come out and play their game, instill their game. But it's a different Chelsea team that we've seen lately. They've just won 5-1 against Newcastle, so they're buzzing. They're getting goals from everywhere. Diego Costa's back. Broken nose, is an, broken nose and all, he's back. Willian's back. Hazard's even back now. So now you have your, your superstar man who's back. Yes, he maybe he's not quite scoring yet, but it's a different Chelsea side. Let's not forget Pedro. Yeah, Pedro, man. Had a good weekend. He had a really good weekend. Looked like a live wire. And he's one of those guys who can work really hard on you for the wings. For me, PSG, I just think it's too much star power for you guys. Thank you. It's just too Thank much. Thank you. Too much too soon. Um, I, I, I just think they're just such a ridiculous team. With the likes of Di Maria in the back, they have the two Brazilian internationals. It's This, this squad is on a whole nother level. I think Lauren Blanc has done an excellent job with them mentally and now tactically i think he's figured out his best lineup and who he's going up against they also get verati back he was off of an injury as well so that's a huge boost for them i can see that for sure i mean they definitely improved their squad this summer uh where chelsea didn't really make the moves that they tried and another big factor could be john terry's health and fitness um he was he's been arguably our best defender all year and the the injury he got in the last game he's still listed as questionable they haven't really come out and said you know whether he whether or not he'll be playing. I'm sure. I, I I'm t- I'm leaning towards he'll be playing because that's his mentality, and he won't let something like this stop him playing such a momentous game. That's interesting. If he doesn't, because Kurt Zuma's out for the season, so Gary Cahill and John Terry have been partnering up. If John Terry doesn't play, I mean, who do you think steps up? It's gotta they gotta move Ivanovic inside. They yeah. move Ivanovic to center back. They bring on Baba. I think that's the plan. Yeah, but as sense. you know, 
new boy, the American, the 20-year-old, Matt Maziga, is on the Champions League roster. So if John Terry is out, you might see him as a potential bench on the bench or potentially oh, starting. How oh, sick would that be, man? Right? All the way from the New York Red Bulls, a month later, you're like looking at Champions League. You have to, mock, you have to cover Zlatan. Shut down Ibra. <laughs> you have to cover Zlatan. What? Dude, what a Dude, life! What no, a crazy no chance, ascension! Man. There's no way that he wouldn't. He wants to stand a chance against Ibrahimovic. Listen, well, we don't know yet. I mean, he's 20. Who knows? I mean, odds are, if you're a betting man, yes, Ibrahimovic will handle him. The, not just the EPL, but the Champions League. But you look at Stones. Stones was 20, and he busted out, and he handled you know different opponents. Maybe, I'm not saying he's the next Stones. Let me slow down. I'm just saying, I I don't want to judge him harshly. One, he's American, so I'm always rooting for him. And two, like. I haven't, you know, seen too much of him. So look, I think knows? he comes in in like a situational type um, part of the game where if Chelsea's winning one nil or two one, and there's three minutes left, you change to a five four one. You throw in an extra defender. Maybe Miyazaga gets in there, and you know he he's that extra defender um, on top of it because they have bodies out. So I don't think he's gonna start. Um, I'd even I I think he'd. It might even be a surprise if he's on the bench, um, but it's always good to see um, a young a young player, especially a young American player, come up um, and go over to to such a big European team. Just to be included on on the roster for the Champions League is, exactly, is an achievement. And he's twenty. So maybe, I mean, this, maybe this kid does have something. Mm. You know? Yeah, and what, what were we doing when I was twenty? I was at Merrimack College, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and this dude has potentially has to mark up on Zlatan or Cavani, like. I'm a, good for him, man. Yeah, right. he he came through the academy yep. at at, uh, at New York, so he didn't he didn't go to college. He just he played club soccer and then went right into the professional academy. And he's one of the he's one of our first projects that's come out of that. And that's that's such a beautiful thing, man. With the with the academy projects and the MLS investing in that is that now you're gonna see kids who come out of high school and they're strictly focused on playing high level of uh, soccer year. Year in, year out. I've always said that that's America's problem. Yeah. And that's why we're behind because, you know, 18, they go to college for four years, they come out there 21, and then they're a rookie in the draft. You it's look too at, late you, by you, that. Yeah, you learn a different game in college than the pro game. Yes. Yeah. It's two different games. Run fast, also, be strong. And you're playing in the fall. You know, they have spring soccer, but it's not really competitive. Correct. You know? So it's like you're losing, you know, 80% it's, of the year. It's not a pathway to be a professional soccer player. You exactly. know, it's, they're not setting you up for the next level. Um, you know, some of the Division One schools, yes, I would say that the, some of them are, are close, but yeah, even but, and like but even then, ones. even then, you're not playing against the best players. You're playing against you know the Ivy League students. Exactly. You know, it's it's a it's like a prestige thing. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, we definitely goes deeper. We could definitely go deeper in uh, American yeah, but, soccer and the college system. But as far as PSG, I just wanted to to say that there is a little um, portion which PSG fans should be concerned. Um, because like everyone's saying, yeah, they were undefeated, but I kind of did pick Chelsea as my sleeper, and the reason for that is I just think that they're a mentally tough team, um, and Goose has kind of changed things around. Goose so, is impressive, man. For me, when you have David Trezeguet out there saying that PSG's chances are hindered by the French game, I think it speaks to what you were saying, bro, and the competition they have in the French league. So now they're playing another big dog. It's different. Yeah. It's different. And they, and they rested half their squad at the weekend. You know, Ibrahimovic is coming in fresh. They didn't risk any injuries. Thiago Silva had a rest, and and Chelsea's trying to fill you know fill in the holes with injuries, and this team's just walking in. Twenty three points, you said. Yeah, twenty four. Twenty four points clear. Yep. Like rested up, you know, 
And 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 another little distraction for PSG. Um, a story that just popped. Um, Serge Aurier. The Ivorian. The Ivorian right back, who's I think started just about every game for them. Uh, was caught on Periscope talking smack uh, about Blanc, about Di Maria, about Ibrahimovic. I've been trying to find the video, but uh, as of right now, I've just been seeing reports. And um, he was suspended from uh, practice on Sunday, so he didn't wow. train on Sunday. So he's, just, he's currently suspended. Um, I think there's an investigation pending, so we're keeping a close eye on that Damn. story. So he's most likely not playing on uh on tuesday against chelsea so that's big news for chelsea players so wow there's a little turmoil wing. yeah there's a little turmoil and one of the teammates they didn't um quote him but came out saying that you know uh serge is a liar he's a liar and he's a fake because he denied the video being real f- at first and then it came out that no the video actually is legit someone screenshotted it yeah someone probably Some... caught it yeah dude you can't <laughs> post anything on the internet and have it go away i don't know what he was thinking man Pro players, man. Once it's out there, it's out there. And social media—that's the problem. With social media, yeah. man. It's seen the fall of you know, um, Ravel Morrison and Man United. Yeah. Even the youth academy. Joey Barton. Joey Barton Joey is Bart. notorious for <laughs> he, his he tweets. He can't shut his mouth. He's yep. hilarious, though. But he's hilarious. But, but isn't it so cool at the same time how you can just reach out right directly to Alexi yeah. Sanchez yeah. now and be like, See hey, he's great, thinking. and he can reach back. <laughs> yeah, if he wants to. Or people yeah. who would control his Twitter name, his Twitter <laughs> domain, reach back for him. On Tuesday, probably the most important thing I'm going to see is the lineup. Um, it's whether... How, well, <laughs> Sorry, I can't <laughs> take you seriously. On, Come on. <laughs> well, no, with Chelsea, because with Mikel and Machik, uh starting and they were getting a lot of ties, they have uh, Mikel on the bench. He didn't play. They subbed in uh, Fabregas to, to be where Mikel is. They scored five goals. Yeah, like we were saying last week, right? Bring in Fabregas and... Exactly. Yeah. Now, did Mikel actually, did they try to actually change up the formation to see, oh, we're going to try to score more goals, be more offensive, or is he giving Mikel some rest before the game for I'll, PSG? I'll be honest, I was thinking about it a lot, Ryan. Uh, I know we've been talking about, you know, the, the stability of the midfield, center midfield hasn't been good, so he, he brought in Mikel to kind of stabilize it and make it strong so that nothing can get through. I, I totally get it. I think that he did what he did against Newcastle, played this new formation just to kind of throw off PSG and say, hey, look, we could play this way or we could play that way. Well, we don't know which way we're going to yeah, play. Yeah, hold on. You go I'm just a, saying. You go on to Paris playing PSG in the Champions League, and this is the best team they've had maybe. I mean, Ever. Potentially. Ever, yeah. Ever. I mean, ever. this is the best team I've ever had. broke records with this team. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. So is Latan. Sultan has 21 goals. And you're going to go there right and go play attacking football off the get-go? I mean, that's very ambitious. No, no, no. I think, honestly, common sense says they're resting Mikel. And they're going to come in with that defensive shell, Matic, Mikel, next to each other, and hopefully beat him on the counter. That would be my guess. I mean, PSG, 24 points clear. You're not going in there being stupid. It's a two-legged tie. So yeah. getting bring one point is just a win. Home. A draw is a win for don't, Chelsea. Don't pull a Gary Neville. It's just exactly. going to be yeah. tough. Because <laughs> Sorry, Gino. <laughs> Seven nothing. Well, another person you have to look at is Pedro. He hasn't been starting a lot of games recently. He started this past week. He weekend. just came back from injury. Okay, well, he has the two, two goals. Does he start against PSG? It's something we have to look at. Also, I mean, Chelsea's going to have a handful with Zlatan. 21 goals in the league this year. That's absurd. I mean, he has, I believe, six in the last four games. Uh, yes, he has six goals in the last four games. He's going to be hard to stop. Then with Cavani there, he just laid the ball off, push it through. He's too fast for Chelsea's defense. So I think PSG is going to take this. All right. He's got some predictions. There we go. So I'll start it off. PSG. <clears throat> 
Chelsea all the way. Wow. Jeez, wow. That was weird. I wonder if there was any logic to that one. None. <laughs> that blue thong is extra tight today. <laughs> I get PSG. I mean, it, ha- it has Oh, that be. red thong's pretty tight. No, today. but it's gonna be a, it's it's gonna be a close game. I'm gonna Chelsea respect, but PSG is gonna win in the end. I think you know with the new info, my bro just dropped with Serge Aurier potentially being out, and I'm thinking Chelsea and PSG. This is gonna be a tie. I think it's gonna be a thriller, and I think they're gonna tie it up. I got a. Uh, I got PSG, man. PSG. <laughs> Slightly, slightly, common sense prevails. Slightly TCB. Slightly TCB. <laughs> you have to look at PSG. I think they're actually going to score the first half, about the 40th minute. <laughs> Honest, no, I really do, because oh, that's going to open up the game, and then PSG is going to come in with another two goals later on. It's going to be like what a 3-1 this game. On? <laughs> this is how I feel. This Nothing. Is, this is how I feel. Nothing. I think feel this free, is going to happen. Feel free to ignore that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we won't judge you. Hustradamus, yeah. <laughs> I really think that's going to happen. Hustradamus. Hustradamus. You know, PSG's going to have a lead at half. PSG, 40th minute. You heard it here, guys. <laughs> Around that time. Yeah, put some money on that, and then we'll, then we'll have this conversation. Right. <laughs> Um, all right, so next game we got Roma versus Real Madrid. Not a bad one here. Um, you know, uh, Roma f- uh, home, which is not too bad. Your first leg home, you get a positive result. Maybe go away and steal a result on the second leg. Yeah, if you You'll- get a couple of goals at home, bring something into the away tie. Exactly. Some security. When you know? you're the when you're the underdog, you always want to play home first. But then, you, but it's Real Madrid, and it's the BBC. You and know. Ronaldo has 11 goals in the Champions League. He's the leading Is he going to break his scorer. record? Yes. That he set? I wouldn't be surprised if he did. Yeah, he's he's unbelievable, man. He's on he's on a tear. So still, looks still not the best player in the world. All right. Sucker. Right. So Ronaldo has <laughs> 11 goals. The next closest Roma goal scorer is Eden Dzeko with two goals. And he hasn't been performing that well lately as well. Um, even in Syria, um, they've been kind of trying to get it together. I think Roma. I think the players for Roma to watch are Mohamed Salah, the Egyptian, very very fast player. Ex Chelsea. Yep. 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 Very very talented player. Um, if Gervinho's in there as well, he's another one to watch. Um, but I think it's going to be a struggle for them, man. The way Madrid's playing under Zizou, Zidane has these guys trust their loyalty. These guys are willing to, to, to throw their bodies on the line for him, so they have the full commitment. This is Sparta-level stuff. You know, like, we're seeing a Real Madrid finally, like, looking machine-like almost, and everyone's hyper-focused. There's no one pitching to the media. Because they, much, they, they have the voice, man. Exactly. Real Madrid has its voice. Like, But they're happy, too. They're smiling after goals. Like They're celebrating together. Like, it's yeah. very... It's, it's, it's a cheery time right team. now. It's a yeah. team. It's a team. For sure, because the coach can connect to the players. You know, it's like he's one of them. Like he, he's like yeah. he's, he's on been par. There. He's, he's on been... par with some of these guys. No, know? he's above all. He's of above them. all. All of them. Maybe Ronaldo might have a shot, but even him, even him. But he understands where Ronaldo's been. Exactly. You know? And Ronaldo, and everyone understands where he's been. So if he says, "Hey, actually, I need you to do this," they're gonna do it. Why would you question it? You know. Now, will that translate to him being uh, a legendary manager? Who knows? You know, this is a not to you know rain on his parade but you're the coach of Real Madrid dude it's really not that hard it's the pep argument you guys give it's really not that hard to be good but I don't know here we go here we go I disagree man yeah the Madrid pressure is different than the Barcelona pressure what about the Bayern pressures look it's all pressure I'm not going to talk about I'm not even going to talk about pressure I'm just going to say it's difficult to manage egos of that level with that many of them in one squad to be the boss of all of them and what about Ribéry managing Ribéry and Robin as he let Douglas Costa come through 
Pep. He's doing it right now. Yeah, Coach, it's fun. Uh, I'm not. I'm not knocking him. I, I guys knock him look, all the time. I'm with Pep, you. Easy I, team. I Easy team. Mourinho's better. Mourinho's better. Pep has got big ego. He's a guy. He's a guy that could that can control and run a locker room. He's a guy that can do it. You know, I'm just saying certain guys can do it and can't do it. Yeah, that's all. And and I love Pep. I wish he came to Chelsea. I just think you can't win at Madrid as a manager. Uh-huh. Carlo Ancelotti wins you La Decima. And then the year after that doesn't do so hot, gets fired. So yeah. it's a different kind of pressure. That's all I wanted to say. But going back to the Champions League draw, um, I don't know, Huss, you you were saying how this was going to be potentially a better game than the PSG-Chelsea game, right? I, I don't know, man. I was kind of like with you because Roma has been playing well lately and they're good defensively, but Madrid's attacking power. I don't know. What do you think? Well, this is going to be interesting for the fact that uh, it depends on how Real clicks because Roma they've been really well in defense this year minus the January 6th game they've only let up one goal a game so they have really good defense but I think Real can break through another problem with Roma is they've only been averaging I think around one and a half goals a game for this the new year Mm. they need more offense but I think they're going to sit back so this could be a, a I don't know (laughs) <laughs> Honestly, this is hard to. This is hard because I. For me, I, I feel like it could Real, be a blowout or really close. I, that's exactly it's what tough I'm thinking. To say if this it's could be, be a. Between. This could be like a one-one tie, or this could be like a four-nothing. Yeah. For Real, I'm leaning on four-nothing because of Cristiano Ronaldo, though. I don't see Roma getting more than one point in this game, and I see I see Real sneaking through. They're gonna be dangerous. I think this. They're gonna be three, three, four goals in this for them. Don't sleep on Francesco Totti. Just saying. Yeah, Ronaldo has 11. As well. He has 11 goals already, man. Like, he set the record with 17. <laughs> like, if he makes it to the final, he's got, what, two, four, like, he has seven games left. Seven games to score at least six goals. He's got a chance. He could do that in this tie. <laughs> Damn. I'm just, hey, you he never know, dude. Hey, said, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying, dude, he could do it against anybody. I mean, Romer is third right now. In, in the league. Roma's Ten nice, points. man. I'm not Ten... knocking Roma. I'm just saying. it's Yeah, it's possible. Just but like, just to throw it out there, Roma's third right now. Ten points uh, behind Juve, who's in first. They've won the last three games. You know, so like, it's it's a coming team in coming hot. in here hot. So, I I still think, you know, odds, the odds are against them. It's going to be a tough game for them, but I think it's not going to be an easy TCB game for Real Madrid. And I don't think they'll they'll take it that way either. And that's why getting into the votes... I think Real Madrid wins this one. You think? I think Real Madrid takes it. Quiet, quiet win. You know, maybe a one nothing, two one kind of win. But at the Bernabeu, I'm gonna go over Real. No, no, this is at Roma. Oh, it's in Italy. It's in Italy. So think about it. Still Madrid. Yeah, it's gotta be right. Yeah, I uh, I have Madrid also, and I also have a, a fun fact for this game. A little history lesson for you out there. Uh, Roma have the oldest Champions League goal scorer in their squad still, Francesco Totti. <laughs> Love it. 38 years old. 39. Uh, he, Ryan, Giggs, Ryan Giggs was a previous holder of the record. Uh, he surpassed by Totti last year, so maybe he can break his record again. I think it's he's 39 ridiculous. now. So, <clears throat> Absolutely ridiculous. Still got it. Can't believe he's still kicking. <laughs> well, theoretically. I mean, he was an un- unused sub the last two games, and he's only been substituted. He hasn't yeah, started. Resting him, bro. They're saving for this game. They wait until they get a penalty. The they get, you get a penalty, you set them on old? the field. You go talk to go take it, bro. That's it. <laughs> okay. You get, get that it. goal, you hold on. Oh. Get in there and kick it as hard as you can. <laughs> Good job. Boot it. Boot it. <laughs> Dude, the king of booting it. He was amazing at it. 
All right, so is that everyone's predictions? We got it. Tell yeah, me. I think everyone has. Does everyone have Real? I got Madrid. Yep. I hate when there's a consensus. I makes me want to change. Then pick Roma. It means nah. someone. It means something's yep. gonna go wrong. Yeah, right. Yeah, something's gonna you go want devastating. Get like no. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I brought it earlier. You know what? I'll go tie. I'll go tie. No, no, no. Don't no. change it. This should change it. No, no, no. Because no, it's over. It's no because I stone. It's carved in stone. No, I actually. It's over. Oh no! Hey, I'll change it. Wink. Over. Up Ooh, next, consensus. Benfica versus Zenit. Uh, interesting matchup here. A little bit of the Portuguese versus the Russian. I don't know, Ryan. What do you think about the weather out there? <laughs> <laughs> well, they just, uh, no. They've had about, Zenit had uh, two months off. Zenit hasn't played since December 9th. Well, you got to explain. What, explain what that's uh, all about. Well, Russia has the, the winter break and all. So when they take on Benfica, I think... They've, they've been uh, playing friendlies. They're not really into the game. They haven't really been fighting for it. So I think this is going to be tough for Zenit. Or they could be well-rested. You just don't know what type of players they have where the fact that need to their mentality. Mm. Uh, Benfica. They just been, lost to Porto, Benfica. But besides that, though, they've been really good. Mm. So if this is at Benfica, I think Benfica has this one. Straight up tradition, oh, I mean, right off the bat. Yeah, huh? I mean, we yeah. love it. Yeah. No, no, case closed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, next topic. <laughs> All that could be said has been said. Hostradamus. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, man, Benfica just took a tough loss um, to their rivals, Porto, or their quiet rivals. Not quite the same rivalry as uh, Sporting. They have with Sporting, but I don't know, man. I think this one is a. It's one of those matchups where you know PSG or Chelsea will look at it and be like, "Why the hell couldn't we get one of these teams?" You know, or Barcelona or Arsenal. Arsenal. Maybe. Yeah, you know, exactly. But it's still it's still two very good teams. You know, look, two very solid teams. I think this is gonna be a battle. This is definitely this is, be, this is gonna be a fierce physical battle. Yeah, there'll be some some technical aspects. Obviously, I need. I think a player to watch for in the middle is um, on Benfica, Renato Sanchez. Good player. Yeah. Send him in. I think he's 18 years old, 19 years old. Got dreadlocks. Kid's fast. Kid's strong. He, he's, he's, I think he's the real deal. Um, but the reason why I said it's going to be such a physical game is because these two teams, Benfica's third um, in terms of yellow cards, and um, they have 18 yellow cards, one red card. Zenit has 20 yellow cards, one red card. Oh, we had a Portuguese team with a temper. So, for me, <laughs> Zing. This is going to be a battle. This is going to be a physical battle, and Gent is up there. So, whoever plays Gent, they got to watch their ankles because they're going to get kicked um, with two red cards up there. So, I, yeah, I think it's really going to be a physical battle. Well, you also have Zenit that's in fifth place right now. They, they haven't been really good this year. And then Benfica, they've been, they have, a, I think, roughly three and a half goals-ish a game for the last nine games. So, they, they've been really feeling it. They're in second place to Sporting. So even though that they lost two not, uh, two one to Porto, I think that they're going to rebound well because they just came off before that game a five nothing win. For me, it's tough because they just lost at home to Porto, so they're they're staring at back to back defeats at home. So that's going to motivate them certainly exactly. to come out strong. So that could definitely work with them, or it could work against them. Just tough to tell how strong the the team's mentality is, honestly. And Zenit coached by. Uh Freed's old friend, Andy Billy, Bo- uh, Andy Billy Billy, AVB, AVB, Billy Billy, <laughs> Andre uh, Villas Boas, um, former Chelsea man, uh, sitting sixth in the league, man. This guy, is he is he not cutting it? Like he can't get it? Is he? What? I don't know. I mean, he was good at Porto. 
and he was bad in England, and then he was, now he's bad in, Russia, in England again. He, he can't even do it in Russia. He he might not be. They, you know, they give it's him, too bad. Is all I'm saying, man. Like I like the guy. I wish he had more time. It's why because you look like him. Huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> Fact. I mean, he was like the. He was like. Uh, he was Mourinho's like uh, son. Um, no, know? no. People like I hate he that. Was, like disciple. People made comparisons because he was at Porto at a young age, like Jose, and he had success, and he won the league. And they're like, oh, he's going to be the next Jose. It's like, well, no, he's not. Let him be who he is. And uh, no, it wasn't the next place. man. I'm just saying, success wise, <laughs> like he would have the recipe for success. Yeah. I don't know. I, I different style. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough when you grow up under someone's shadow. It's, it's the same thing LVG goes through right now. You know, at United, like, unfortunately, it just happens. You get it's, compared. It's the I, I hear what you're saying. Like, it's not really fair. The two different people, two different or not quite different styles, but you know, they have their own certain quirks. But I think I think this game will be uh, a tough battle, man. Um, like Tom was saying, there was there's a lot of yellow cards on these teams. Uh, Benfica has 19. Uh, Zenit has 21, man, so tough tacklers. Uh, I think we'll see, for me, jump right in, jumping right into the prediction, I think it's going to be a tie, man. I think it's going to be sort of a bit of a stalemate. That's funny. I already wrote that down for you. <laughs> <laughs> you had more ties than me lately, dude. Yeah. I've been looking at, I've been looking at the predictions. Because yeah. it was working for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I had to try it. <laughs> all, right, all right, moving on. I got I got Benfica in this game uh, for the fact that it's at it's at it's it's in Portugal. And the home fans there are so passionate about that club that they're just—I think—they're going to be the the twelfth player for them and really get them. Yeah, I tell you, if if Benfica plays a secret weapon, Julio Cesar, if he Cesar. gets the start and goal, you know, I think I see Benfica taking this game. Good man. With Benfica, it's going to be their consistency. Uh, they played well. They're going to play well. Zenit with the big break, their legs are going to probably feel a little heavy. So I got Benfica on this one. They haven't been on the couch all, yeah, all, they've all been break, man. Playing friendlies, it's, they've been training. They're friendlies. Like, like, but this yeah, Champions they, League. Yeah, but the only thing that's different is turning that mentality. Yeah, I don't just, think they're going to show up I, out of shape or sluggish. Well, yeah. they're also having, they haven't been performing well being fifth place in Russia. Yeah, but they're not like last sixth, place in Russia, you know. Sixth place. I think sure? Zenit lives for Champions League. Yeah. Um, I'm picking Zenit with the upset. I know Eduardo Salvio is returning for Benfica, though, so that is big news. Just wanted to mention that. Nice play. Nice little nugget right there. All right. That brings us up to the big one, Ghent versus Min. I mean, um, Wolfsburg. Sorry, guys. You want to talk about that, Tiki? No, I got nothing to say, bro. There's I say that because say. this should be Man United's game, be. and they duffed it. Salt. Yep. Yep. So painful, man. Silliness, man. To pay, you leave the club, and then they beat you anyways. Man, that's awesome. <laughs> Enough about that. You know, it's not oh, okay. I'm game. sorry. Go ahead. We'll, we'll, we'll shit on them later. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I think everyone's just kind of wondering, who's this gent squad? Who, who's this team that just somehow knocked United out, and they just managed to squeak by, and now they're playing against a talented Wolfsburg team, um, I, who I think they need to be cautious. I think they need to be cautious. Um, obviously, they they have overall a better team, but Gent has a couple of players, and one specifically who I'm thinking of, Busafa. I think this is a very talented player, guys. I think he's very skillful, and he has an eye for goal. So they're definitely going to need to watch out for a player like that. And on Wolfsburg's side, I'd say Schalke. I, I'm sorry. Whoa, what am I saying? <laughs> Julian Braxler. <laughs> exactly. That was a Freudian slip. Um, yeah, Julian Draxler, who was playing, who used to play for Schalke, is a big, big piece. I think big, big player to watch for Wolfsburg. So just a couple of guys to keep your eye on. Julian Draxler's nice, man. Like he's he's crafty. 
He's crafty and like he did against United. Like he cut us up. Yeah. Like he, he, he's dribbling, man. I like his style. They also got uh, Wolfsburg. Also has the Lord. Well, I mean, very obvious, the Lord. You can't you can't rule him out. <laughs> but they have they have two other players. I think that are, that could be world class, and that's Schurler, former Chelsea man, who I think is excellent. Yep. And the other man is this guy that plays in the midfield, Arnold. This guy, this guy is yeah. this guy is a baller, dude. Max and he he sits be he sits behind Draxler and yeah. does like all the busy Clean work. He is outstanding, outstanding. Keep your eye on this dude. He's got a boss name too. Yeah. Yeah. Max Arnold. Maximilian Arnold. Beast. Get, it, get it right, bro. <laughs> what do you well, got? Us? Wolfsburg has a, a weird stretch. Um, at the last five games, they've they've lost three games, and they've tied one and they've won one. So I mean, altogether, they haven't been playing at good form. Uh, with Gent, I don't know. They're just sneaky. I, I, I kind of want to go with Gent just because. What? Th- yeah, I don't know. Right. There's something. There's a gut feeling that I like Gent on this one. They, they, they've been playing fairly well. It's just one of those things where I think they got this. I like Gent on this one. I'm going with them. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Predictions out there. I can't. I can't even. I, don't I, know how to I can't bring myself to do that. I think Wolfsburg is far too talented, and they think they slapped this team around a little bit. No, I think there's gonna be a weird like maybe one nothing, two one game. It's just it's not gonna be extremely brilliant. Uh, there's gonna be one great goal, I think, and that's gonna be from the gen side. That's gonna be the thing that changes the game. What minute? Look, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not buying it, man. No I'm way. Not buying I can't. it. Wolfsburg is just. I mean, you got Naldo, Max Cruz, you got Dante. Fucking Naldo, sure, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Shots. Uh, that guy can suck a dick. <laughs> Why are you mad, bro? I, guy has two mad? goals all season. Who's right? he score against? United. Man United. Twice. Ridiculous. Twice. <laughs> Goal a game. I hate him too, man. I hate him too. But yeah, man, I don't see... I mean, no disrespect to Gant. Playing the Belgian League. Solid league, but nothing special. German, uh, Wolfsburg, German League. They do work in the league. I don't see... I see this being a bit one-sided. I mean, uh, Gent has eight goals total score this year, whereas uh, Wolfsburg has nine, so it's not that far apart. But I just don't see Gent being able to hold back that power, especially over um, two legs. Yeah, I mean, Wolfsburg's recorded their first win in six matches in all competitions, um, and they're actually currently eighth in Bundesliga. So Julian Draxler, who I mentioned earlier, was a scorer in that recent game. So I think he's coming in on fire. I'm picking Wolfsburg for this one. Yeah, yeah, I agree, man. Just the, I mean, even though they're playing in Belgium, I think Wolfsburg is not not a big score. They're not gonna run it up, but they'll get it done. Bring yeah. it home. TCB. And the home game's gonna be interesting. Mm-hmm. The reverse fixture. Definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's all the predictions. We got it all in. <laughs> Getting crazy with the bells. Um, all right, so that wraps it up for episode number twenty-seven, Champions League round of sixteen. Leg one review. Uh, we'll preview. catch you guys. Preview. Preview. You're right. Losing it. Um, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Chelsea. Tiki. Chelsea, Chelsea. No doubt. Yo, check <laughs> you later. Tom. Is out. Zlatan's coming. <laughs>